0: Good evening, Bengals fans. This is the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals podcast brought to you by the Back Row Fantasy Show. Go check them out on Twitter at the Back Row Fantasy Show. I am your host, Josh Miller. You can find me all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at the l one Just got retweeted by Big Cat. Just saying. And you can find me at UC Barstool on Twitter as well. You can find my blogs at www.thecollegeessentialblog.com for all your gambling needs. But today we are talking about the Bengals' first win of the season. They finally get it done in Paul Brown Stadium against the Jacksonville Jaguars, 33 25. Joe Burrow goes 25 36 with 300 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That may not be his fault. Uh, one sack. Joe Mixon finally kicks it into high gear. 25 carries, 151 yards, two tutties. And he also gets the – he's also up for nominee for running back of the week. And also, let's throw out there that Joe Burrow is also up for rookie of the week. Go ahead and give him your vote. He is playing phenomenally. Uh, T. Higgins, another great game. He had one – he had – excuse me. He had one carry for 13 yards he also had four catches for 77 Tyler Boyd with seven catches seven catches 90 yards and Joe Mixon also gets one receiving touchdown capping off a hat trick day for him the Bengals defense holds Jacksonville to 25 points and 89 yards rushing absolutely astounding game for the uh, well I mean absolutely astounding game for the for Joe Burrow and finally a great game for Joe Mixon and uh, you got to love it. You got to love to see it. And finally, we get one in the win column, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Uh, the Bengals get it done. And uh, I, the, one of the greatest parts about it, I was actually in the stadium. I got to say, the Bengals did very well with uh, handling everything. It seemed like the game went off with no problems. Uh, they even gave me a free neck gaiter, which you got to love. And I've been wearing it pretty much every single day. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And the uh, beer is still way overpriced, but that's okay. Uh, there there was about, they said there was about 6,000 fans in attendance. Uh, it felt like there was a little bit more. It felt like there was a, a larger energy in the crowd. Uh, it was great to see Joe Burrow, you know, slinging the ball all over the place. Uh, defense played very, very well. Uh, still has to, still has some problems, still has to get better. Excuse me. Wow. That was bad. Uh, still has to get better, but the Bengals get it done. Neither, you know, they get it done anyway. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the offense. Offense looked solid. Uh, it seemed like they could drive on Jacksonville, and it looks like it seemed like honestly the only times that Jacksonville could really stop us is when we shot ourselves in the foot when we had some stupid call or some stupid uh, penalties or maybe a bad play call here and there or, or a mistake, and uh, that kept at, that kept us out of the end zone and that kept us from uh, going up by a lot more and winning this game by a lot more. Uh, The one interception that Joe Burrow had, you can make the argument that that was Drew Sample's fault. It was a fade past the end zone. It seemed like it was right on the money somewhere where Drew Sample can easily grab it and uh, pull it down. However, the cornerback uh, got in front and pulled it away from his arms, which honestly, if you're going to be our big tight end and C.J. Uzama's out, you can't let that happen. You have to be stronger in that corner. You have to catch that ball, especially in the end zone. Uh, another great thing about the uh, the Bengals' offense, and I it's a stat that I'm sure a lot of you uh, are probably going to love, one sack for zero yards. One sack, zero yards. Absolutely great. The offensive line played much, much better. Uh, much more of a cohesive unit. Now, listen, I understand that this is the Jaguars. Their defense is not very good this year. They have lost a lot of key pieces on defense. However they still played really well and in the NFL man it, it it's hard to it's hard to win it's hard to win a game and that's why you very rarely see teams go 16 and 0 very 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 rarely because it is it's hard to it's hard to win a game and you see a lot of teams go you know go 1 and 15, 2 and 14 and you've seen the Browns go 0 oh, and 16 just saying it's very hard to win a game and um and they got they got good push uh, obviously, it showed on the ground too. Joe Mixon, 25 carries, 151 yards. That's something that we, you know, got to expect if we want to pay Joe Mixon, you know, top six, top seven back money. Then guess what? He's got to have top six, top seven back performances, and he did have one. He had one touchdown in the air. Thank God, he's finally getting into the um, into the passing game. He had six receptions for 30 yards. One of them being a touchdown on an a absolutely great play. Took a big shot in the end zone. Uh, but he got right back up, did his dance you gotta love it um it it was just great to see it, it it was really it was it was a it was a really fun game. It really never seemed too in doubt um but uh the offense kept rolling. It felt like that the Bengals were scoring at will uh some of the plays that i saw i saw a lot of flashes of creativity um i, I was seeing you know, fast pace uh one thing that i would i was a big um uh, uh, crit, your critic on was the Bengals clock management uh, over the past couple of years when it comes to the play clock, and of course, all of you, all of you beautiful Bengals fans, probably already were as well. It doesn't seem like that's the case this year. They very rarely are, are getting themselves into trouble with the play clock. They're going so much faster. It seems like they're more dialed in, and it's and you know what? A lot of that has to do with Joe Burrow and how he's leading this team. And how he's, you know, holding everybody together. Uh, He's keeping them focused. There's a sense of urgency. It feels like every time they're out on the field. And that's something so refreshing that we haven't seen in Cincinnati in a very, very long time. Um, So anyway, yeah, I want to go to the creativity. Saw a lot of wide receiver sweeps. um, And you know what? John Ross wasn't out there, and that's usually who takes it. However when we gave him to Tyler Boyd and, and uh, T Higgins had one, they, they got really good yardage on it. Uh, Tyler Boyd got four yards on his, and you know, that's, we'll take it. Alex Erickson got seven on his, and then T Higgins got 13 on his. Um, you, I, I love the usage of these wide receivers and, and using them in the run game. And then using Joe Mix in the passing game, we've got to be versatile all over the field. Um, and, and our athletes are, are, doing exactly that. They they're just being athletes. We're letting them play. That's one of the biggest uh things that that I I've noticed with this Bengals team. There's not a whole lot of like robot motion. It's a lot of letting them be athletes. Let them go make plays. Like I mean, you see Joe Burrow scrambling out of the pocket and you know, making a play. He had one really really great play. Um he I believe he was em- it, it was an empty it was their empty set, and uh, they line the lineman, they five on five, and then a blitzer came. Joe Burrow rolled out. The blitzer completely missed. Uh, he, he scrambles out. It gets good yardage. It gets a first down and and we're just we're letting them we're letting them do that. We're letting them be great. Let them go be great. We have great players. Joe Mixon is a great player. Joe Burrow is going to be a great player. He might be one of the top QBs in the NFL for a long long time. I mean, he he went 3 straight games 300 passing yards. Not only is that the first time a rookie's ever done it. Joe Burrow did that in his first 3 games. First 3 games or uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second three games. Here here's he missed the first one, but then he goes boom boom boom. Browns game, Eagles game, this game. Absolutely astounding, absolutely incredible. Um I got to say and you you're seeing it now. You're seeing that having John Ross off the field and T Higgins and Auden Tate on the field is proving to be a lot better of a system. T. Higgins is all over the field. You saw him on that one, on those couple catches where he had to really fight for positioning on the ball. He's fighting for his positioning. You could see how just physically huge he is and physically you know, strong he is and how he just gets after the ball. And that's something so important today's NFL. You almost see something like that, like almost with a DK Metcalf uh, in Seattle. You see a lot of that in T. Higgins. You know, he may not have like the biggest breakaway speed, but he's going to catch the ball. He's got great length on him. He's got great physicality on him and he can just go make plays. And that's something that this Bengals team needs. And that's what they needed uh, on Sunday. And they got it done. Uh, so that's pretty much what I got on the offensive side of the ball. Let's go ahead and go to the defensive side of the ball. Again, they gave up 25 points, but they were much better on the ground. They definitely—you could definitely tell—they focused more on stopping the run. That was something that they inc- they struggled with incredibly, incredibly over the past couple of games, and um, they they held them to 89 r- yards rushing. And, and you got to tip the cap to that—that that, that is definitely a big stat. Um, and and I got to say that is also without Geno Atkins that's huge and they got it done and it seemed like uh the defensive line was getting pressure uh we got three sacks on the day again I understand I understand that Jacksonville's team is not that good but they're still an NFL team I mean they beat the Colts who who were supposed to be who were supposed to be really good um and and you know what and we and we got it done and the Bengals also covered too which is also helpful um it got close at the end, and you know what? Another knock on the defense is: is what are we doing in the final two minutes of the second half, of the first half, in the final two minutes of the end of the game? Why are teams scoring so easily on the final two minutes? We just our our two-minute defense is terrible. We have got to change it. Uh, I I saw a stat last night in the uh, I believe in in the Falcons um uh shoot who'd they play last night i just watched it the uh the the, in the falcons game anyway but the falcons uh, um they got smacked dan quinn i'm surprised hasn't been fired yet um they they were second in uh most points allowed in the final two minutes of the first half and you know who the first team was the Cincinnati Bengals and this is since 2016. This is something that has got to change in Cincinnati. We cannot let let this happen. It happened in the Eagles game. It happened twice in the Eagles game and that killed us. They scored a touchdown with 40 seconds left in the first half and then they scored a touchdown with 40 seconds left in the in the at the end of the game. Actually, I believe the in the first half um that was with like less that was with even less time on a running back wheel for like 30 yards. Can't let that happen. That is unacceptable. It really is. It's unacceptable. Um, I got to say the young guns showed some flashes. Uh, Akeem Davis Gaither got in on a sack. He had half a sack. He had two total tackles. And he had one solo. Um, he played really well. Logan Logan Wilson was out, sadly. Uh, but, again, just you're seeing these young guys get, get in and, and uh, make some play. And it's really exciting to see. They, we did get one interception and uh you're uh it it, it just they're, they're playing they're playing very well. They they've played very well. Um and I got to say this this defense is getting better. And uh it, it's definitely something to build on. But we've got to build on it. This cannot be this the uh you know, the stop of the train because we got Baltimore next week and that is going to be something else. And you know what I I got to say Jordan Evans came up with that interception. He played pretty well. And, and that was somebody um, who who played, honestly, who so, somebody who I thought was, you know, not good enough to be on this squad and, and honestly not good enough to be in the NFL. And, and he comes out and, and he plays very well. He gets it done. And uh, he, he gets an interception. And, and it was a big turning point in the game. Now, we got to be able to convert that into a touchdown. We did not, sadly. But um, – we we got to be able to turn turn that momentum around for the offensive side of the ball, and they got to be able to get it done. Um, again, again, they, they, we played pretty well. You definitely saw that they we sucked up on the run a lot more. However, uh, you know, DJ Chark still had uh eight receptions for ninety-five yards, and he also had two touchdowns. So, but that was off a of twenty-two tar. That was on off of nine targets too. That was off of nine targets. We got to get in there. We got to break it up. Got to get it done. Uh, Chenault had five receptions, 86 yards, and uh, Cole Senior. Don't know who that. Is. I think I, I honestly don't know who that Jags receiver is. He had four receptions for 46 yards, and his long was 20, and he had five targets. We got to be we got to be able to do both the pass the passing attack, or, or we have to do both the passing defense and the running defense. We can't just have one or the other, especially this week. This week, we're gonna have to find a way to do both. We're gonna have to have our speed out on the outside. Lou Anarumo it has his hands full. Oh, oh. Uh, and and honestly, and, and the more I think about it, it, it's man, it's gonna be a really tough game. And we're gonna talk about it more on Thursday. Uh, and but we'll, you know, what? let's keep it positive right now. Let's keep it positive. Uh the Bengals do go uh had three hundred yards in the air and they had two hundred and five yards on the ground. The last team to do that in Paul Brown Stadium was last year with the San Francisco 49ers came in and absolutely whooped our ass. I was there for that game too, and it was awful. And uh but I I I gotta say, I was I was impressed. The Bengals looked good. They I think they had a couple false starts. Uh, They they really are cutting down on the undisciplined penalties. I think adding Alex Redman uh, from the practice squad at first I was a little iffy because he really is penalty prone. But he ended up having a really good game, and, and the offensive line had a really good game. I uh, saw a couple plays. Man, Jonah Williams is just an athlete. You see him get out there on some of those blocks with that Joe Mixon hat where he breaks it outside for a run, and he's looking for work, and he he's shedding off his first block and getting into the secondary, and that is something you really want to see, especially from a guy that his only play, that this was his fourth NFL game. His fourth NFL game. so impressive. Um, all right. I know it's a little bit short, but I got to go. I got studying I got to do. I got a test on Saturday. Uh, Not looking forward to it. It's going to be awful, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Love all you guys. Kisses. Again, make sure to go follow me on everywhere. I gave you guys the tag before. Thank you guys so much. And uh, hootay. Let's go get a win next week. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye.